I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings. This is part one of A Dangerous Sport. Do you know what the word anachronism means? Well, of course I do. Does the teacher want me to use it in a sentence, he mocked. Fully aware of my prejudice, I still questioned how anyone who was incarcerated could have such an expansive vocabulary. He was small and wiry, his piercing black eyes and slight laugh sending a chill through me when he quipped, You don't have to be afraid of the big guy. Just watch out for the little guy with a gun. In prison, lack of privacy is perhaps the biggest loss of freedom. Although I had access to my students' criminal records, as a token of respect, I made a point never to investigate the nature of their crimes. But in Justin's case, was I respecting his privacy or was I afraid of what I might find? Justin could be charming. As the weeks unfolded, against my better judgment, I let charm eclipse his darkness. The master of Le Mot Juste, he could turn a phrase at exactly the right moment, purposefully stealing the attention of the class just to prove he could, and then casually conceding the class back to me by crossing his arms across his chest and tipping his chair back with an air of nonchalance. Justin talked incessantly about his roommate Henry, who became the father Justin never had. I wondered how Henry, a man in his 50s, managed this relationship, knowing that Justin disdainfully considered anyone over 40 to be old and stupid. Why was a nice guy like Henry doing time? My prejudice again. Although I didn't break my cardinal rule about accessing criminal records, I did check Henry out on the Internet. He was a CPA who got caught with his hand in the till, a white-collar crime that was batted around in court for three years before a plea bargain kept him out of Maine State Prison, allowing him to do soft time at the reentry center. Justin also loved Henry because he owned the best of everything, stereo equipment, every electronic device the center would allow, truckloads of fabulous snacks, and a top-of-the-line 10-speed bike all of which he shared with Justin. But eventually the sad day came when Henry was released, leaving Justin to sigh and quip, When Henry was here, I lived in the Ritz, and now I live in Section 8 housing. One minute I was captivated by Justin's humor and insight, and the next I was chilled by his dark comments. Once he posed this question to the class, Why are humans so fascinated by the razor's edge? Did he mean this literally? I recalled the myriad of prison tales I'd heard about razors, knives, and the most dangerous and easily concealed of prison weapons, shanks. Or did he mean the razor's edge figuratively? Like, why are humans so fascinated by danger, like extreme sports? He looked my way. He was directing this question to me. Was he looking for a verbal sparring partner? Or did he get high from the smell of my fear? Why did I find my own fear so fascinating? I'd always said, if you climb the mountain and fall off, don't blame the mountain. You could have stayed home and picked pansies in your garden. But that wouldn't be any fun, would it? 
Join me next week for part two of A Dangerous Sport. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening.